0: The nations for your sake. Tributation. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God, under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. I don't want to be here
1: Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus This is Pastor Dana and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today December 4th, 2019 for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast Coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio Via StarWorldWideNetworks.com where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is The Spirit of Chaos. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we come humbly before your throne today and bow down, spiritually speaking. First of all, Lord, we ask that you would clear our mind from every worldly thing that is going on around us and bring in the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit that this show would be life-changing for the ones that hear it today that need a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that they may be ready watching and waiting here at 11:59 and split seconds just before his imminent return in the rapture that they would be ready watching and waiting and looking for his imminent return Lord God, we thank you for the gift of your one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And Holy Spirit, we say, have your way in this day and do that which you have prepared and ordained to draw those in this world who will hear you and receive you this day. And Lord Jesus, I just want to say thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary, because Lord Jesus, I know that if it were only me on the face of this planet, you still would have done it. For me. And I give you glory and honor and praise, which you are due always. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. With that said, my friends, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast. As we begin the show for today, it is with a short note from the desk of Mr. Mi- Mr. Michael Snyder, author of the EconomicCollapseBlog.com, dated November 24th, 2019, titled, Michael Snyder's warning to America, of which Mr. Snyder commences by stating if America stays on the path that is currently on, the end of America is going to come for come far more rapidly than most people would dare to imagine. This is a message that we have been sharing on television, on radio, and with millions of readers over the years. But most Americans seem quite content to remain in a state of deep sleep. He continues by saying, unfortunately, the elements of the perfect storm are rapidly coming together and time is running out for this country. Instead of repenting and turning back to God, just about every form of evil that you can possibly imagine is absolutely exploding in the United States, and we continue to run away from God as fast as we can. Mr. Mr. Snyder, moving forward, declares that there is only one way that this is going to end. And we have been warned about the things that are coming over and over again. We are moving into a time where everything that can be shaken will be shaken. He points out that the global financial system is on the precipice of utter utter disaster, we are witnessing great civil unrest and political shaking all over the world. The drumbeat of war grows louder and louder. Weather patterns are going absolutely crazy, and seismic activity is on the rise all over the planet. Mr. Snyder as well states that as global event events, accelerate, people all over the world are going to be looking for answers, and there will be a great deal of confusion, my friends, which is just another word for chaos. He then states, of which I am of the mind of as well, my friends, we intend to be a beacon of light during the perfect storm, and we hope to point millions to to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Mr. Snyder ends his note by simply saying, We wish that there were lots of voices sharing this message all over America, but unfortunately, there are relatively few. With that said, my friends, let us now take a look at just what is going on in our world here at the soon closing of this year called 2019, of which at the same time is on God's prophetic time clock, 1159 and split seconds just before the imminent return of his one and only begotten son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. For all who belong to him at his appearing, at the catching away of the saints, or as it is more commonly referred to, As the rapture. In our next piece concerning the global economy, Mr. Michael Snyder addresses, as the title of his piece states, five more signs that the global economy is careening towards a recession. In this piece, dated November 26, 2019, Mr. Snyder thusly begins by pointing out that the global economy is already in the worst di- distress, is already in worse distress than we have seen since 2008. And it appears that the global showda- slowdown, the global slowdown is actually picking up pace as we head into 2020. And... This is happening even though central banks around the world have been cutting interest rates and pumping massive amounts of money into their respective financial systems. He further states that the central banks appear to be losing control. I brought this up to you a few weeks ago in one of my shows and we'll touch base on it again very shortly, my friends. He says the central bankers appear to be losing control and it certainly wouldn't take much of a push for this new crisis to evolve into a complete and utter nightmare. Mr. Snyder continues by stating that the U.S. economy hasn't been hit quite as hard as economies in Asia and Europe have been. But without a doubt, he says, things are, sho- are slowing down here, too. He says corporate earnings have been falling quarter after quarter. Auto loan delinquencies just hit a record high. The cash Freight Index has declined for. 11, there's that 11, consecutive months, and we just witnessed the largest drop for U.S. industrial production since 2009. He then goes on to share that everywhere around us, there is bad economic news, but most Americans are still completely oblivious to what is happening. Mr. Snyder then states, in this article, I am going to share even more evidence that a global economic slowdown has already begun. When you add these numbers to all of the other numbers that I have been sharing in recent weeks, he says, it becomes impossible to deny that something major is taking place. He continues by saying the following are five more signs that the global economy is careening towards a recession. Number one, it is being projected that the global auto sales will be down approximately 4% this year. According to CNN, this will be the second consecutive year that the global auto sales have fallen. With only a month left in in this year, global auto sales are now on track for a $3.1 million drop, about 4% for the year, according to Fitch. That would be the biggest decline since 2008, when the financial crisis hit, and the second year in a row that sales have fallen. Fitch expected worldwide car sales to total $77.5 million in 2019. Number two, global trade just keeps falling. According to Zero Hedge, total global trade has now declined on a year-over-year basis for four months in a row. Global trade on a year-over-year basis contracted by 1.1% in September, marking the fourth consecutive year-over-year decline and the most extended period of subdued trade since the financial crisis in 2009. The CPB said supply supply chain disruptions between the U.S. and China due mostly to the trade war, were the most significant drag on the international trade volumes. U.S. volumes fell 2.1% in September month over month, though in China, imports plunged 6.9% month over month. Mr. Snyder then says, as you can see from those first two examples, we keep witnessing things happen that we haven't seen since the last financial crisis over the past few months he says i have used phrases such as since 2008 and since 2009 over and over again he further states that we literally have not seen economic numbers numbers this bad since the last recession and we are still in the very early phases of this new downturn And in some cases, the numbers are actually even worse than anything that we saw during the last recession. And that brings us to our next sign, he says. Number three, Chinese industrial profits just fell by the largest percentage ever recorded. China Industrial Enterprises told Total profits collapsed in October to CNY 427.5 billion from CNY 575.6 billion in September, a 9.9 percent year-over-year plunge, the biggest drop on record. In fact, says the writer, China's industrial sector has seen annual declines in its profits for four of the last six months. He as well states that the trade war has hit the Chinese economy really hard, but it doesn't look like a trade deal will happen anytime soon. Number four, U.S. consumer confidence has now fallen for four months in a row. Consumer confidence dipped for a fourth straight month in November as economic conditions weakened towards the end of 2019. Data released Tuesday in the conference board shows. The the board's consumer confidence index dipped to 125.5 this month. That's down from 126.1 in October. Economists polled by Dow Jones expected the index to rise to 126.6. Mr Snyder then states this wasn't supposed to happen and if it keeps happening that is going to have an important impl- have important implications for the 2020 election. Number 5. Even the wealthiest are cutting back on their spending. According to Yahoo Finance, this is a continuation of a trend that we have been seeing for the past 3 quarters. Spending by the top 10% fell 1% in the second quarter from the same period last year. According to analysis of Federal Reserve data by Moody's Analytics, and a fourth quarter average of outlays by the high earners has slipped on an annual basis the past three quarters marking the first such declines since the Great Recession of 2007 through 2009. At this point, Mr. Snyder shares that in recent years, global central banks have engaged in unprecedented intervention in an attempt to stave off another crisis. And for a while, their efforts appeared to be successful. But just because the coming crisis was delayed does not mean that it was canceled. In fact, says Mr. Snyder, over the past few years, our long-term financial problems have actually gotten a lot worse. We are facing the biggest debt bubble in the history of the planet. Global financial markets are more primed for a crash than they have ever been before. And civil unrest is breaking out all over the world. Mr. Snyder moves to end this piece by stating, The stage is certainly set for the perfect storm that I keep talking about. And most Americans have absolutely no idea what is coming. In all the time that I have been writing about the global economy, things have never looked more ominous than they do. Right now. So he says, and so say I, my friends, buckle up and hold on tight because it certainly looks like we are in for a very bumpy ride in the months ahead. My friends, in a recent show, I shared with you that President Trump, as just as rather President Jackson did in his days in office, is working on eliminating the Federal Reserve System, all together. And that, my friends, means we will be moving into a whole new monetary system soon and very soon. I will continue to have more to say concerning this planet-changing measure as the days go by and things become clearer as to just when this life-changing transition Is to be completed And on that spellbinding note My friends I will be right back After the break So that we may continue To investigate Just what is meant By the saying The spirit of chaos
0: Did you feel the sins tremble, did you hear the oceans roar, when the people rose to sing of Jesus Christ the risen one? Did you hear the singers roar When the lost begin to sing of Jesus Christ, the Saving One And we can see that God's holy A mighty river to the nations And young and old
1: Okay, my friends, that is what the Lord has sent me here to do today by way of the power working and indwelling, power working and anointing of His Holy Spirit is to pave the way for those who will hearken into the voice of the Lord calling them before the time on this planet is up for everyone. And with that said, my friends, okay, now... We will continue with a short rundown and continuation of some of the things taking place in our world, of which Mr. Snyder pointed out in his warning to America as presented at the beginning of today's show. We, in the first part of today's show, touched on what is going on with the economy Now, let us take a moment to peek into what is currently happening with the seismic activity that Mr. Snyder pointed out that is now on the rise all over our planet. With that said, in our next piece, Mr. Snyder brings us up to speed on an event that took place just days ago. This piece is dated December 3rd, 2019, and is titled... Signs of the time, Mount Rainier and the New Madron Med- Fault Zone were both just hit by uh, significant earthquakes. Mr. Snyder begins his piece by stating, "Mount uh, Rainier and the New Madron Fault Zone are both shaking." And a catastrophic seismic event at either location would cause death and destruction on an unimaginable scale. He then says Mount Rainier has been called one of the most dangerous volcanoes in the world, and scientists tell us that it. It's just a matter of time before a major eruption occurs. When that day finally arrives, Mount Rainier has the potential to bury hundreds of square miles with a colossal tsunami of superheated mud that is literally several hundred feet deep. And since Mount Rainier is very close to major population centers, we are uh, talking about the potential for the worst disaster that we've seen in modern American history. He then goes on to point out, but a massive earthquake along the new Madrin fault zone actually has the potential to be far worse. A very deep scar under the ground that was created when North America was originally formed has made that part of the country very mechanically weak. And many experts believe that a big enough earthquake along that fault zone could literally rip the United States in half. But, says Mr. Snyder, before we discuss the new Madrin fault zone, let's talk about what just happened at Mount Rainier first. He then goes on to share that, according to the USGS, Mount Rainier was hit by a magnitude 3.6 earthquake on Sunday afternoon. After a spurt of seismic activity this weekend, Mount Rainier National Park was shaken by a 3.6 magnitude earthquake Sunday afternoon. The quake hit at 12.31 p.m. and was felt as far as Kent nearly 80 miles away, the U.S. Geological Survey reported. The relatively shallow quake was centered roughly a mile beneath the Earth's surface. Mr. Schneider then says in addition to that quake, there have been quite a few others in recent days. In fact, it is being reported that Mount Rainier has been hit by more than a dozen quakes since Thanksgiving Day. Mr. Snyder writes that the Seattle Times is assuring us that this is perfectly normal, but they are also warning that they're they are also warning their readers that they should be prepared for what might happen in the event of an eruption, just in case. Regardless, people living near Mount Rainier should prepare for what might happen in the event of an eruption, said West Thiling a research seismologist at the Cascade uh, Volcano Observatory. Specifically, an eruption could cause Lihar's large volcanic mud flows to rip down the side of the mountain. Mr. Snyder then shares, many of my readers clearly remember the eruption of Mount St. Helens in 1980, but a catastrophic eruption of Mount Rainier would be so much worse than the two events, that the two events would not even be worth comparing. He then states, the following comes from Wikipedia. If Mount Rainier were to erupt as powerfully as Mount St. Helens did in it, its May to May 18th 1980 eruption, the effect would be cumulatively greater because of the far more massive amount of glacial ice locked on the volcano. Compared to Mount St. Helens, the vastly more heavily populated areas surrounding Rainier, and the simple fact that Mount Rainier is a much bigger volcano, almost twice the size wow. of St. Helens, layers from a Rainier pose the most risk to life and property, as many communities lie atop older layers. Uh, deposits, according to the United States Geological Survey or the USGS, about 150,000 people live on top of the old lyre deposits of Rainier. Not only in there much ice, not only is there much ice atop the volcano, the volcano is also slowly being weakened by hydrothermal activity, according to. Uh, Jeff Clayton, a geologist with the Washington State geology firm RH2 Engineering. A repeat of the 5,000 year old Oscola mudflow would destroy Enimaclaw, Orting, Kent, Auburn, Pialop, Summer, and all of Renton. Such a mud flow might also reach down to the Duwamish estuary and destroy parts of downtown Seattle and cause a tsunami in Puget Sound and Lake Washington. Rainier is also capable of producing pyroclastic flows and expelling lava. Mr. Snyder explains that a lyre is essentially a giant tsunami of superheated mud and they can be hundreds of feet high. If you live in that region, you might be thinking that you will just outrun any lyre that is headed your way, but the truth is that the highways will instantly be jammed once an eruption happens, and a liar uh, can travel at speeds up to 50 miles an hour. The following is, however, one author, uh, the following is how one author described the danger that those living in the area could potentially be facing. The numerous towns and cities that occupy the surrounding valley would be all at risk for not only several severe destruction, but complete annihilation. Residents of the cities of Orting, Summer, Buckley, and Enklau are estimated to have no more than 30 minutes before the lyre would, sp- lyre speeding down from the many rivers that flow from Mount Rainier buries their homes and businesses beneath a, as much as 30 feet of mud and debris. Even the larger cities like Auburn, Puyallup, and Tacoma itself are not safe. Auburn and Puyallup, P- P- uh, with nearly 80,000 residents between them, would be covered in 20 feet of mud in less than an hour. And Tacoma, at almost 200,000 people, is estimated to be hit with nearly 10 feet of the lair. Mr. Snyder then says, as you can see, the death and destruction would be off the charts, and let us hope that such a disaster does not arrive anytime soon. He then goes on to say, and as I mentioned earlier, a major earthquake along the New Madrid Fault Zone has the potential to create even greater death and destruction. He points out that according to scientists, the New Madrid Fault Zone sits directly above a very deep geological scar that was created when North America was formed. According to Wikipedia, this immense scar makes the Earth's crust in the Numadron area mechanically weaker than much of the rest of the North, uh, much uh, weaker than much of the rest of North America. Today, Mr. Snyder says the New Madron Fault Zone is approximately six times bigger than the San Andreas Fault Zone in California. It covers portions of Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Missouri, Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Mississippi. And the largest earthquake in the lower, and he says, uh, and the largest earthquakes in the lower 48 states have happened. In this region, he continues by pointing out that scientists assure us that it is just a matter of time before more catastrophic earthquakes hit this fault zone. And that is why what has been happening near the town of Ridgely, Tennessee, is in recent days is so concerning. A swarm of at least 15 earthquakes reaching up to 2.1 magnitude rattled Ridgely, Tennessee, a small town near the Mississippi Mississippi River. Over a two-day period, the U.S. Geological Survey reports. The other quakes in the swarm ranged from 1.1 to 1.5 magnitude, according to the USGS. Mr Snyder states that most Americans have never heard of Ridgely and it is definitely a very small town but what makes it this so important is that Ridgely sits directly inside of the New Madrid fault zone. Ridgely is home to just 1,657 people, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, and sits less than four miles from the banks of the Mississippi River. It, it's also part of the New Madrid Seismic Zone, which the Missouri Department of Natural Resources refers to as the most active seismic area in the United States East of the Rocky Mountains. Mr. Snyder additionally uh, includes in his writing that in 1811 and 1812, four absolutely massive earthquakes along the New Madrin Fault Zone opened up very deep fissures in the ground. They caused the Mississippi River to actually run backwards in certain places, and they were reportedly felt as far away as Washington, D.C. and Boston. Fortunately, he says, very few people populated the region in those days, but if such a quake happened today, the death and destruction would be unimaginable. The following Description of one of the uh, quakes that happened in 1811 comes from smithsonian.com. And for a moment, he says, I would like for you to imagine what would happen if such an quake happened in our time. The Midwest was sparsely populated and deaths were few, but eight-year-old Godfrey LeSueur saw the ground rolling in waves. Michael Brum observed the river suddenly rise up like a great loaf of bread to the heights of many feet. Sections of the riverbed below the Mississippi rose to heights. That part of the river ran backwards. Thousands of fishers ripped open fields and and Geysers burst From the earth spewing Sand, water, mud and coal High into the air Mr. Snyder Resumes by stating that The New Madron Fault Zone Has altered the course Of the Mississippi River before And someday it will Happen again He further states that we live At a time when our planet Appears to be gathering Increasing and uns- beginning Beginning to increasing Let's see. We live at a time when our planet appears to be getting increasingly unstable In addition to other earthquakes that I have already mentioned He says Alaska was actually hit by a magnitude 6.0 earthquake on Monday That would be Monday of this week, my friends he moves to close his piece by saying, "Unfortunately, most Americans are not going to start caring about the warning signs until a major disaster has already happened." Mr. Snyder ends his piece by stating that most people will simply not wake up without major without a major amount of shaking. And let us hope that such a day can be put off for as long as possible now my friends uh, moving on to the strange weather patterns of which I can personally attest to that did indeed take place in Arizona last week and are outlined in our next piece from our local Phoenix CBS 5 news station dated November 29th, 2019, written by a news staff member, Brianna Whit- um, Whitney of azfamily.com titled three tornadoes hit phoenix area friday national weather service confirms two in the east valley one in north phoenix and paradise valley as reported by phoenix tv3 and cbs5 the phoenix area was under siege early friday morning when not one not two, but three tornadoes swept through. The, swept through. The, National, the National Weather Service, or NWS, confirmed Friday evening, roughly 15 hours after the fact. The first confirmed tornado was in the area of Williamsfield Road and the Loop 202 Santan Freeway. The second was in Queen Creek area. The third was in the North Phoenix Paradise Valley area. The North Phoenix Paradise Valley area tornado was the first to touch down just before four A.M. The East Valley one came forty to fifty minutes later. The writer states the Twisters took out massive trees and poles and left paths of debris and destruction behind. Miss Whitney continues by stating that a at 3rd Street and Thunderbird Road, trees that were nearly 20 feet tall were ripped down along with their root and irrigation systems. Some of those trees fell on homes and fences. The storms left a broad swath of damage from North Phoenix to parts of the East Valley. The story continues when it is stated that The National Weather Service was swamped Friday, spending the day uh, surveying damage around the valley. The agency cited both radar and storm damage in its reports. This is tornadic damage because we're seeing it in a number of locations – kind of skipping along through the through this area of North Phoenix and North Scottsdale, said Ken Waters with the National Weather Service. The writer explains that he, Ken Waters, said crews stopped at 10 different locations to collect data. They were looking at the direction in which the trees fell and measuring the diameter of trunks uh, that were yanked out of the ground In North Phoenix, the National Weather Service notes that trees with trunks diameter of up to three feet were uprooted. The National Weather Service sent out phone alerts warning residents about the tornado at 4 a.m. in an effort to keep everyone safe. Actually, it led us to issue a couple of very rare tornado warnings, said Waters. It could save your life to tell you to seek cover at that time. As this piece continues, it is said that tornadoes are measured by EF scale, which uh, looks at wind damage. The scale runs from EF0, which causes light damage with winds between 65 and 85 miles per hour, through EF6. Did you hear what I said, my friends? EF6. Now we have a 6. EF6, which causes massive damage with winds in excess of 200 miles per hour. The writer shares that according to the National Weather Service report, the North Phoenix tornado was an EF1, which caused uh, moderate damage with winds between 86 miles per hour and 110 miles per hour. Estimated for the, e, for the East Valley tornadoes were not, estimates for the East Valley tornadoes were not immediately available. The writer ends this piece with this note. This is the second time Arizona has seen tornadoes this year. In September, a confirmed tornado was caught on camera in the New River area. That tornado was on the ground for a few moments shortly after noon. My friends, now, with that said, and I'm telling you, I, I know people who suffered severe damage because of this uh, tornado, tornado that was in North Phoenix and the North Scottsdale area. So, I mean, I have all the evidence to tell you firsthand, almost, uh, that it was very devastating in some areas, and we did have a very, very heavy rainfall, even in even the place that I live, and the winds were quite high. With that said, my friends, let us now move on to those those war drums that seem to be getting louder in uh, the days that are to come. Israel, Israel's war with Iran will. N- Cause never, be never before seen images, as reported by Anna Araheim, December 2, 2019, for the JerusalemPost.com, of which she begins by stating former senior Air Force officer warns that while Israel's foes have no interest in war, ha ha ha, that's a joke, they may try to take advantage of uh, governmentless Israel. As most of you may know, Israel is having a problem right now with the prime minister's position and is kind of in limbo, if you'd like to say it that way. But the Lord knows exactly where Israel's at, and he's got them in the palm of his hand. Continuing on with this piece, a war against Iran and Hezbollah will see Israel pounded over a thousand rockets per day. And, my friends, that's not far from where they already are. They have had up to 500 in a a period of time over certain periods of days in just the recent days past. The uh, article goes on to say, causing never-before-seen images in the Jewish state. An unnamed former senior officer from the Israeli Air Force told the Jerusalem Post, that thousands of rockets per day causing could cause never-before-seen images in the Jewish state, my friends. It is a severe threat to the homeland, and there will be images that have never been seen in the past, he said. According to the anonymous source, if the population remains in shelters, the main damage will be to infrastructure that will be targeted by the barrages of dumb rockets and missiles fired towards Israel. While the thousands of missiles are a real threat, it's not an existential threat like the precision missiles that Hezbollah is trying to obtain. It's a severe threat, but people tend to think in extremes, he said. Israel will not be at zero at the end of the conflict. We will have put it in, we, he says, we have to put it in perspective. People think Tel Aviv will be uh, leveled. Iran and Hezbollah can create damage. And for sure, they will, there will be strikes in many locations, and the damage will probably be greater than in the past. But we have to put it in perspective, he says. All of us should be prepared for the day after, which will be different in terms of what we see, but the state of Israel won't be gone we have to we have to protect life and strategic sites and that can be done infrastructure can be rebuilt despite uh crippling sanctions iran has the largest missile force in the middle east with a substantial inventory of close range ballistic missiles or crbms short range ballistic missiles or SRBMs and medium range ballistic missiles or MRBMs that can strike targets throughout the region as far as 2,000 kilometers from uh, Iran's borders. According to the former senior IDF officer, the lack of a government in Israel may be the opening, may be opening a window of opportunity for the country's adversaries to take advantage of the situation. Not having a government has a lot of effect, some of which are obvious and some that are not, he said. What do our adversaries think of our situation? Will they try to take advantage and do something? While the officer stressed that all of Israel's foes are not interested in initiating a full scale war or conflict, Iran and Hezbollah remain the major threats followed by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. According to the senior officer who left the military in 2017 after a lengthy career in the Air Force, Israel is already in a direct conflict with Iran through its War Between Wars campaign in Syria. There are rules clearly stated by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He said, Iranian targets have been struck and destroyed. And in every case, what Israel has done is a direct conflict. uh, is Is a direct conflict. But both sides are trying to keep it in a box to handle it. It might escalate. That's for sure. Both sides don't want an escalation. But we cannot accept their threatening presence in Syria. This campaign will continue. While there are several restraining factors on Tehran, such as the Russian, pres- the Russian presence in Syria and the um, unrest in Lebanon and Iraq, the American... Departure from the Middle East has given the Iranians a lot of opportunity on which they will move forward very slowly and gradually. But despite Israel's campaign against Iran that started in 2013, the Islamic Republic will continue with their aspirations to become a regional superpower. They will continue. There is no question about it, he said. But the question is how steep is the trajectory? Right now, they don't want to initiate an adventure that would lead to more unrest in neighboring countries and in their own country. We hear the second... uh, the sound, we hear the sound of war drums all over, he says, but I think it's a way of communicating their intentions. Nevertheless, he said, Iran hasn't stopped and they won't stop. They are patient and uh, want to continue. And with that continuation, a miscalculation is a real thing in the Middle East. Because it's us or them. According to the former senior IDF officer, while the Iranians might be tempted to launch a cruise missile, a full-scale conflict or war is unlikely. For now, shall we say, my friends. The chances of attacking Iran are very low unless the Iranians make a big mistake, he said. I think they are smart, walking on the edge without doing totally foolish things. The rhetoric is quite high, and sometimes you can be a slave to rhetoric. But countries act according to interests, and right now, the restraint factors are higher than the other factors. According to the former senior officer, the international community... Including the Gulf states are also not interested in conflict with Iran, a country that has, a country that he quoted Sunni Arab leaders as saying uh, that it, it strangles their adversaries. A um, Iran doesn't just move forward, in other words, but flanks their enemies, he said adding that if push comes to shove, Israel will defend itself. And my friends, you can mark my words, me, Pastor Dana, that the day is on the agenda and soon and very soon to be rolled out, going into what the Bible calls the time of Jacob's trouble or Israel, Jacob's or Israel's trouble and will present itself in what has been dubbed as the War of Ezekiel, found on the very pages of Ezekiel chapters 28, excuse me, 38 and 39, and will end with the Lord God Almighty himself defending Israel, and by no other means, my friends. After all that has been Pondered in the broadcast for today. And as we move to close, I am compelled to share something with you all that the Lord God, by way of His Holy Spirit, began to alert me about beginning about a month or so ago, which is that a spirit of chaos, which means disorder, confusion, mayhem, anarchy, And pandemonium is brewing in the background of the world that we now find ourselves living in and is shortly in the days to come to rear its ugly head to envelop this planet called Earth in a vast and gross spiritual darkness such as has not been seen in modern times. With that said, my friends, if you were to die tonight, would you find yourselves in the arms of Jesus or would you find yourself in the flames of hell? My friends, our time is short and growing shorter with every tick of the clock. It is high time and way past time to seek the Lord Jesus Christ and to begin a personal relationship with him by asking him to forgive you of your past sins and to seek his Father in heaven for the indwelling power working and anointing of his, God's, that is, Holy Spirit. So that no matter how you leave this world, you will find yourself in heaven for all eternity and not in hell awaiting your departure at the final and great white throne judgment day of God, where you will then be transferred from hell and cast forever into the lake of fire for all eternity, Uh, which means time without end, my friends. My friends, the Lord is giving us every warning upon the face of this planet that the plan that he has laid out in his word from the beginning to the very end has, is, and will continue to take place until all the words that are within the Bible have been fulfilled that the Lord has promised. And the thing that he has promised is that this world is temporal or temporary. And that your real focus should not be on being here for a temporary time, but where you're going to spend your eternity. Will it be in the lake of fire, or will it be in heaven? My friends, this is not a fairy tale. This is the manual for survival written by the one who created this world and who gives you your every breath. And is the same one and only true and living God, who sent his one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, to take our place upon the cross of Calvary, that we may enter into the rest and peace of eternal life, if we will love, obey, and do the things that the Lord God has Uh, Set down in his word and love and obey his one and only begotten son that we may enter into the rest of eternal life my friends very shortly to come today my friends if you have never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins it would be a good time to do it for we never know at what hour things will change. Not only on a global scale, my friends, but even in our own backyard or our own individual lives. Today, you can be just driving down the street. I just heard about two girls the other day. They're driving down the street and some guy just started shooting at their car because he didn't like the way they looked at him. My friends, you just don't know nowadays when you might take your last breath or When the Lord Jesus Christ may appear in the eastern sky to call us home, who are ready, watching, waiting, praying, and are looking for his imminent return. With that said, my friends, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your only way of escape from the wrath of God that is to be poured out without measure upon the face of this earth at the time of the time of great tribulation, my friends, We have a solution for that That comes from the very word of God It's called the prayer of salvation It is to confess with your mouth That you believe that Jesus Christ Is who he says he is He's the one and only begotten Son of the one and only true and living God who came down to earth to take our place upon the cross of Calvary. And through the shedding of His precious and holy blood upon that cross of Calvary, He has covered our sins if we will uh, adopt Him as our only way of escape. Our Lord, our Savior, our soon coming King and Messiah. My friends... By his stripes, we have been healed. And we have these promises, my friends, if we believe in our heart that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead and that he is the first fruits of eternal life, my friends, because he came from eternity past to eternity present to take us to eternity that is yet to come, my friends, if we will just go with him. But it is our choice. God created us with a free will. Today, you can receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your only Savior, or you can reject Him. I can't guarantee you that you will ever have another time in this life that you would be able to accept Him. That is up to Him. And the Lord God is the only one who knows the lifespan of each person. So the Lord tells us that we are to seek the Lord while he may be found and that today is the day of salvation. Those sound like words to me, my friends, that tell us that we never know at what moment our life among the living here on this planet may end and that we need to be ready for what comes next because it is eternity, which means time without end. And you will only spend it in one of two places, either walking the streets of gold with the Lord Jesus Christ, who paid the price for our sins and will receive us with open arms, or in the lake of fire with Satan that, and his evil angels, demons, the Antichrist beast, and false prophet, of which the lake of fire was created for them, my friends. But unfortunately, throngs of people will be joining him there because they chose the way of Satan instead of the ways of the Lord God through his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ. Let us quickly pray today, my friends. And it's up to you to pray from the depths of your heart, not from your mind or just your mouth, my friends. If you come with a broken and contrite heart and spirit, the Lord will receive you. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows if you're sincere. So let's go. Let's get down to business on Being part of the eternal family of the Lord God through his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne this day and I bow down, spiritually speaking. I thank you for the gift of your one and only begotten son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner in need of a savior. And, Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true to receive me into the eternal family of God if I will ask you this day to please forgive me of my sins. And, Holy Spirit, I invite you this day into my life to guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance that have been set down in the Word of God. And, Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true, that you are faithful and true To receive me this day And for that I know that I am now Your child And I will begin to walk In the power working and anointing Of your Holy Spirit dear Lord God As I come to seek you For the indwelling power With the evidence Of speaking with other tongues And that I may know your word Know it well And know it correctly for myself In Jesus precious and holy name we pray Amen and amen Okay, my friends, if you just said that prayer and you meant it from the bottom of your heart, you know that the Lord is faithful and true to receive you, and with that said, it is a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again.
0: I believe in the The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt, get your mind out of the world, take your Bible off the shelf, read the book of Revelations. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this Internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?